Welcome to Project Healing, a podcast about growth, authenticity, and difficult conversations. Here, you'll find a mix of real-life experiences, inspiring humans, and some spiritual insight. I'm your host, Jenna Krasinski, and I believe that we truly have to feel our pain in order to heal it. Community is a huge part of the process of healing, and I invite you to come along and dance through the ups and downs of life. This is Project Healing. Hello, and welcome back to Project Healing. I'm your host, Jenna Korzynski, and today you get the listening pleasure of hearing myself and Nike Oria from Pretty Intuitive Podcast sit down to talk about dreams and how we connect within the dream space. So I hope you enjoy. And if you relate to anything that you hear us speaking about today, please reach out. We would love to hear your stories. And I personally love to interpret dreams. So (laughs) thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, check out Pretty Intuitive Podcast as well. Hello, Nike. Hello. (laughs) How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good. I woke up. I drank water. So I'm like, this is a good start. <laughs> Amazing. I I did not wake up and drink water today. I woke up this morning and my husband is off um, today. So I woke up this morning and I was like, oh man, my head's bothering me. And he's like, instead of being like, go drink water, he goes, go lay down. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm we have two little kids. They are four and seven. So I was like, I will gladly go and lay down. And I ended up taking a three hour nap. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Well, that sounds amazing. (laughs) I woke up like, oh my gosh, where did the day go? Like, I I have a, oh, go ahead. If you needed it, if you needed it, like go ahead, do it. (laughs) See, and that's what I was going to say. Like I have um, like a love hate relationship with naps because I am one of those people where if I nap, I wake up feeling kind of groggy and like, what time is it? What did I miss today? Um, But then I love them because I always have crazy dreams when I nap. Always. Mm, Interesting. Okay. Definitely happened for me today as well and I was like how perfect because we are planning to talk about dreams today yes so I'm curious to know from you do you vivid dream yes ever since I was younger my dreams have been super vivid during cancer season though I haven't they've been vivid like I remember waking up today and I was like whoa that dream um, I don't really remember what happened <laughs> in the dream, but yes, they are very vivid. It feels like real life. It feels like an extension of my waking life. Um, and I vivid dream, not only as myself, like oftentimes mm. I dream and I'm other people. Ooh, I love that. Wait, tell me about that. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll, I'll dream and it's me but it's not me like it's okay my thoughts my understandings I know that I'm Nike but I know in that dream that I'm somebody else like the most the one that always comes to mind 
I think about like, oh, I dream as other people. Like I remember a couple years ago, I was having this dream and I was this woman, I was this white blonde woman who had like um, a pixie cut, platinum blonde hair and had a baby and I was taking care of the baby and I was living within this life. And I remember knowing that it was like, like obviously I'm Nike, I'm not a white blonde woman, but I was in this dream as such. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. I, now that I'm thinking about that, I, I always see like through the eyeball perspective, if you will. Right. So I never see what I look like. I'm just like seeing out. Isn't that interesting? Mm, interesting. I do both. So sometimes this is eyeball and sometimes I'm like, I see everything. Hmm. I got me thinking now I'm like, have I had one like that? I don't think I have. I don't think I have. Um, I've also had vivid dreams since I was a child, like as far back as I can remember, I remember waking up and I would always remember them too, like waking up and remembering what happened and to the point where like, I absolutely thought that that was what happened. I like, be like, mm-hmm. whoa, even still to date, I'll wake up and say I had a dream that my husband was doing something wrong in my dream or something. I'm like, did that really happen? <laughs> or was it mm. a dream? Takes me a minute to collect myself. Um, but um, I remember I had a lot of nightmares as a child, um, which makes sense given some of my experiences. But I remember my my dad was like not about the nightmares. Like he, mm. if I went to my father about nightmares, like he was the one that was like, nope, shut it down, don't focus on it. And my mom would like encourage me to explore it and what happened and she actually was an instrumental part of me wanting to explore my dreams because when I had nightmares, she would encourage me to talk about them. And then she would connect it with like things I was going through in my life. And that's become a part of who I am now. So kind of interesting that I had that experience. And now I love interpreting dreams for other people. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, I think well, there, I think there's so many, there's so many connections to dreams and also so many ways that dreams play out. I feel like, um, we don't always consistently use the same format to dream. Like some Mm -hmm. people are lucid dreaming. Some people are astral projecting. Um, some people are going back and healing. Like, I think it differs every single day, even just depending on what, like, you need in that moment. Yes. I let's talk about lucid dreaming for a a minute because I didn't, I didn't really understand what lucid dreaming was until I was an adult. And, Mm -hmm. um, so lucid dreaming, if I have this right, correct me if I'm wrong, I won't be offended (laughs) is when you are actively participating in the dream, right? Like, it's almost like you feel like you can control or manipulate what's going on. It's like, you're aware that you're dreaming. So you know that you're dreaming. Okay. You, you know, you're there and like, you're, I don't know, for me, it's almost like I'm, I'm making the choices, um, while I'm in it. Is that how it is for you? Yeah. All all my dreams, I can make my choices. Nothing happens out of my control. That sounds like such a, that sounds like such a a controlling. (laughs) She's like, I got that shit on lock. The end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Has it always been yeah. like that for you? 
um or maybe maybe it's a blend like you change the outcome right that's what I was gonna say that's kind of how it is for me if I'm in a dream and all of a sudden like there's something that goes away that I'm like no 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 this is not right for me like I feel like my higher self my soul self stands up and is like nope divert let's get out of here (laughs) so in a way yeah in a way I feel like I'm the same where I can control it in that aspect but I don't control getting into it, if you will. Like all of a sudden I'm in the situation. I'm like, whoa, what's happening? And then I'm like, nope, this is a no. (laughs) This is is not happening. (laughs) So I don't know if that's what you mean or is that how you experience it? Yeah, like if something, I feel like it's, if I feel like that's the, how it feels like in real life. Like obviously we're put in situations in our waking life, right? That like isn't in our control, but the way that we act, behave, our actions, we can control that that's how it is in my dreaming too yes yeah that makes perfect sense that makes perfect sense um now you do dream work and you teach dream work correct Mm -hmm. I think um dreams are like the first the first taste that you get of being intuitive and a psychic yes absolutely Absolutely. It's one of the first things I ask people when they want to explore their intuition is what their dreams are like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Like, do you remember your dreams and like, how do you connect to them? And like, have you had things happen in your dream that happened in real life? Or like, do you process through your dreams? Yeah. Right. Yes. Premonition dreams are wild. We're going to get to that. But um, dream journaling for me was a game changer. I was, I've Mm -hmm. always been very aware of my dreams because I've had vivid and lucid dreams since I was a child. And like I said, my mom really helped me with that by exploring or encouraging me, excuse me, to explore that. Um, but I never really tracked them, I guess. Um, and then probably in my late teens, early twenties, I started noticing some patterns of recurring dreams that I was having, Um, and then I had a crazy experience, which I'll share in a moment, but I started really writing them down, like dating and anything that I could remember writing them down. And that was insane for me. Um, just because when I was starting to connect the dots with what I was dreaming and what was occurring within my current reality, it was kind of interesting to watch those connections happen with things that seem kind of quote unquote out there, but then you're noticing how these themes tie together. Have you experienced that as well with your dream tracking? Mm-hmm, definitely. I think also the beauty of writing down your dreams is like being able to look back years later, like being able to even further understand years later what you were going through in that moment. Because usually in the moment of healing understanding trauma even or joy we don't see everything we just don't because we're in that moment there's other things going on and so when you're able to document everything you're able to really allow allow that moment to kind of be um, preserved in a Mm -hmm. way and then you're able to go 
um, back in the future to see like what was going on, any cycles that are still popping up that you're working through and the way that you've involved in your thinking, your understanding, your intuition. That's what I really like about documenting dreams. Less about like the present. I mean, the present moment also awesome, but also being able to like have it in the future so you can go back and see all the trends, all the cycles, how far you came. Like I, that's the, that's really one of my motivations of writing my dreams in the present moment. Yes. I love that. I love, and I had talking about like looking back, this is the experience that I wanted to share with you, um, which is how I really, (laughs) this was like the deciding moment when I was like, wow, I really am gifted. (laughs) Right, like, like I knew it was there, but you know how it is. You doubt yourself. But so when I was about um, 19, I had this dream. I was, okay, so my current husband, I got to give a little bit of a backstory to make this make sense. So my current husband, he and I dated when we were 15 and 16. And then we went our separate ways and we got back together when we were 21 and 22. Okay. So when I was about 19, um, I was going through a really, really rough time in my life. I had put on a ton of weight. I was just really unhappy. I was in an unhealthy relationship and I had this dream that I had, I had to write down when I woke up, I had this dream that I was at a club. I wasn't old enough to go clubbing at the time. (laughs) So I was at a club. It was a rooftop club. I was super thin, which I was like, at the time I was not super thin. So I was like, that's weird. Um, I had blonde hair, which my hair is natural. My hair is purple right now, but it's naturally like a medium brown color. Um, And I had never had my hair blonde in my life. Um, So I had blonde hair in the dream. I remember I was wearing this green paisley shirt and a denim jean skirt. And I was at this club and I see my ex-boyfriend, my Ricky across the way. I run up to him we're talking, we look over the thing. There's like commotion down in the street. There's a fight happening in the street. He's like, let's get out of here. And it was like this whole like fairy tale thing. He takes me down the stairs and like, we leave. And I was like, I remember waking up going like, oh my gosh, I got to write this down. Like, that was so crazy. I hadn't been in contact with him for years. Fast forward to let's see here, 1920, 21. I was 21. I'm out for my cousin's birthday we are at a rooftop bar and we're about to leave. And my girlfriend goes, Hey, there's Ricky. I'm like, Ricky, who? She's like, you're Ricky. I go running across the bar to him and we have this whole moment. And in the moment I'm like, Oh my gosh, I dreamt this. Like I remembered that I had the dream, but I couldn't remember all the details at at that time. Right. So we're there there's a fight in the street. Like it all happened when the fight in the street Mm. happened. That's when it hit me. I was like, I remember this. I remember that I dreamt this. So we walked down the stairs to leave and my cousins are going one way. He's going the other way. And he picks me up and throws me over his shoulder. And he's like, no, you're coming with me. It was like one of those cheesy fairy tale moments. Um, but I remember being like, I have to look at my dream journal. And sure enough, when I looked back, I was wearing the outfit to a T. Mm. Uh, my hair was actually blonde at that time, which I never thought I would do my hair blonde. Cause that's just not me really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I had lost 85 pounds. So I was thin. It, it was just, it was crazy. So 
that um floored me um he came over the next day and he never left so that dream <laughs> was obviously put there for a reason to be like hey just so you know it's gonna work out it was just wild um because it was this crazy chain of events that like you would think like oh that's a dream that's not going to happen and then it all happened like boom 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 the fight the reuniting the outfit him picking me up, like carrying me away. So it was just crazy. So um, at that point, I realized as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this was a premonition. Mm. Like what? So mm -hmm. have you ever had a premonition dream like that? I mean, that one's pretty intense, but. <laughs> yes, I have. And it actually was before my spiritual um, I don't like to say awakening because we are always awakening. Once yeah. you understand that you're never going to be done. Right. <laughs> so yes. you need a new word. <laughs> spiritual understanding spiritual starts on my spiritual journey. <laughs> right, Gr spiritual are, growth. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we are never fully awake. Um, thank you. Just real quick. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I 100% agree with that statement so thank you for saying that. no yeah I've been thinking a lot about it during this cancer season someone told me they were like oh I think I'm almost done with my healing and I'm like mm. <laughs> it's only been like maybe four months and that's never done so yes um I am changing my words to reflect my reality and understandings but um before my spiritual journey i had a dream caused a lot of problems my intuition my psychic abilities caused a lot of problems that year not necessarily to blame on my psychic abilities but me not understanding and the people around me weren't intuitive so them not understanding why i was being witchy as heck <laughs> um but i always tell this story because it caused so much drama in the sense like friendships were broken oh wow <laughs> yeah um and now I'm am friends with a lot of the people now so it's interesting <laughs> anyway um but basically I was a part of this program and I worked with a bunch of people and we also lived together some of us lived downstairs some of us lived upstairs um and once I had a dream that my roommate um had a baby with one of my co-workers and i was like hmm that's weird um and at the time too because i am secretly like a romantic i'm always putting people together like oh would you date this person would you be interested in this person so we had a i talked with my roommate we had already talked about oh this person like would you be interested in them da, 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 da. it was always like a no that like i wouldn't be interested in them um type of thing and i was close to my co-worker i mean we worked together we um <laughs> fought a lot <laughs> um, and he had never mentioned anything either but I I had the dream the first time and I told my roommate and they were like, that is weird <laughs> and like really, really weird. And I think this was like just a couple months before. Then one day um, I was just telling everyone, I was like, yeah, I had this dream. They had a baby. It was like really interesting. Da, 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 da. Um, 
Then a couple months later, I was joking with my coworker about something and it like triggered something. Not, not necessarily bad, but it triggered something where they're like, what? And then they pulled me aside and I'm like, I know you already know that I like your roommate. Duh, 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 duh. And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then a month went by um, and I think he told her that he liked her. And then apparently she liked them back and they started dating. Oh. And they were dating for a while. So I always bring that up. I was like, because that year was like a, a really hard year. And it was like a lot of intuitive stuff, honestly, yeah. that was at the center of it where like I would feel people's emotions and then they would like kind of gaslight it. Not necessarily mm. in the, well, I guess gaslighting is always bad, but not for them to fully be blamed. More in the right. sense of like, it is weird if someone's like, I know you're feeling this way and it just comes out of nowhere and like processing emotions and things like that um but yeah I, it's really interesting that happened it propelled a whole new thing wow yeah <laughs> wow that is really incredible and, and that's the thing I think when we first start exploring our intuition and we have these dreams and we're I mean we're not sure right like when I had that dream about uh, my now husband like I was like oh yeah right I haven't seen him in years you know mm -hmm. and then so it's just like a, a drop in the bucket until it's there and then you're like whoa that's kind of crazy um but and you mentioned that um nope I just totally lost my train of thought it <laughs> went it went it flew away on me there <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I just want to say like sim yeah. symbols like that too, like baby, it doesn't actually mean like they're actually going to have a baby. Like for example, when you see a baby in a dream, it usually means like new beginning. So sometimes it could be like an actual baby. Sometimes it means like there's a new beginning, something new is coming in, something's going to be about to be birthed, whether it's a new idea, a new business, a new path things like that so also not taking it literal too necessarily um because I remember when I told my roommate understandably they were like freaking out they're like I don't want ready to have a baby so like also the intention like connecting to it's like oh that really doesn't make sense if you're like like literally taking it for what it is but if it's like oh it may mean this this and this it's so interesting how it also plays out I don't know well probably you know with like readings too where you're like telling someone something and yeah they're like oh, it doesn't make sense at all because they're just thinking they're overthinking it or they're yes. expecting it to be exactly the the way it is and right. then a couple time passes and they're like oh this thing happened and it makes sense what you were saying Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And just side note, you're so psychic because that's what I was going to bring up was the baby. You mentioned the baby, but then oh. there was no baby. <laughs> I was like, there it is. Thank you. Oh. Um, but yeah, you're so right. I did a reading for a woman once that the entire reading, every um, like sign and symbol that I was connecting to, and I don't try to interpret the signs and symbols. Like if they're struggling, I may let them know what it means to me, but that's mm. up to the sitter to determine what that sign and symbol means for them right like that's what we're there for is to guide but not to 
direct, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so this woman that I was reading for, um, and she always says, she's like, you can put me, mark me down as your most skeptical client and let everybody know. So she, the whole reading, she's like, yeah, I'm not connected with that. I'm not connected with that. I'm not connected with that. Two weeks later, I get like the world's longest email from her. (laughs) And she went through her entire reading and was like, when you said this, it's this. And she was able to connect all of those dots. And I feel Mm -hmm. that like, you're very correct in, in saying that we do the same thing with dreams. We tend to go, Oh my gosh, a baby. There's a, I'm going to have a baby. Like, and then we think <laughs> about how our life is going to change and Oh my gosh, blah, 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 blah. Not even thinking that, like a baby is a representation of a new beginning or a, a major life change or mm-hmm. whatever. So, um, for anybody listening that is like, well, I have these wild dreams and, you know, Jenna said that she met her husband back on a rooftop. Does that mean that I'm going to meet this cyborg that I keep dreaming about? <laughs> like- yeah, it's not always <laughs> literal. Like, right. especially like, think of like the nightmares that you have. Like they, hopefully they didn't <laughs> happen in real life, you know? So yeah, right. I had a dream. I will never forget this dream. Like I was like, not wearing that much clothes and I was in this like wagon it was just like taking me everywhere like up and down these hills like that's not actually gonna happen cross your fingers knock on wood but it means something right so it's not always literal sometimes it is and you're like whoa this makes complete sense and it happens and sometimes it's not I think it's like the flow of dreams too just like we want to incorporate more flow in our waking life yes the dreams are encouraging that by saying, I'm showing you something crazy. Now, like, connect to it, connect what it might be. Yes. Although I did forget to mention that I have a moonlight wagon tour set up for us. So, oh. <laughs> kidding. Oh, I um. will never forget that dream. It's like, it was so weird. I'm like, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. I had recurring dream, going back to like the recurring dreams and the nightmare thing. I think nightmares specifically are so helpful for us just because they can help us connect to like what our fears are and what we need to work through. I have this crazy recurring nightmare. I mean, for years from childhood all the way through um, my twenties, when I started my healing process, um, that I was trapped on a subway that was moving really, really fast. And there weren't humans on the subway. It was all these different kinds of monsters. And they were all like coming at me one by one. And I would go to like, it's one of those obnoxious dreams where you go to like punch somebody and your arm goes in like slow motion and you can't like Mm. quite connect. Um, So I'd be trying to defend myself, um, but I couldn't connect. I couldn't scream. Like I was silenced in the dream. I had that dream on repeat for years and years and years. And when I started my healing process, that dream stopped. And I realized that it was my intuition kind of tapping me going, you got these demons that you, you need to work mm. through. Um, so a lot of times people will reach out to me and say, oh my gosh, I had this terrifying dream. And I kind of do what my mom used to do for me. Okay, what are you feeling? What's going on? What's upsetting you in your life? You know, I kind of tend to go right there because that was something that happened for me where that dream would just come back and come back and come back. And now I haven't had it in years because I started the never ending process. I want to just piggyback on what Nike said earlier, the never ending process of healing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think 
I can't remember any nightmares I had. I think all the nightmares I would have was like my mom and sister were always there and we were always like running for something. Um, or it was just me and my sister and we were like running from something. But I do know, I can't control this in my dream actually. Is like every time I'm in a situation, I'm like, I should call the police. Like I can never dial 911 or like it never goes through ever. Mm like ever I think maybe in one dream it did now that I'm thinking about it but typically yeah it's useless like I'll try to dial the numbers and like I'll end up putting an extra one or like something like that yeah and it's so frustrating it's like that slow motion punch like you want to hit so hard but you can't Mm -hmm. ah. yeah oh man what else you got anything else to add about dreams um, oh, if you don't remember your dreams, oh, yeah. I have some tips for you that you could do. So I always tell all my clients who don't remember their dreams and every single one of them, once they do this, they remember them. Um, so I like to make selenite water, not to drink. I'll repeat it again, not to drink. Do not drink <laughs> selenite water. Very, very toxic for your body. But like putting it in one of those like little jars, putting selenite water. So you just take like selenite or satin spar, um, literally the same thing. Talk to your mama if you don't believe me. Um, but <laughs> there's just like a debate about it. It's like, ah, uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> that was incredible, um, I love it. <laughs> taking the crystal, and like, it's very um, powdery. It's like very, it's a, like a soft stone. So like scraping a little bit of it, getting it into that bottle, then filling the rest with water. You don't need that much. Um, you can add essential oils if you want. I like to add like lemongrass, like a drop of lemongrass. And then you, so you set an intention right before you go to bed. Like I want to remember this dream you wake up, you may not remember it, or you have, you have bits and pieces. You wake up. Um, as soon as you wake up, take that selenite water, shake it a little bit, tap it on the middle of your forehead or your mind's eye, and just start writing. Start writing. Little details will come, and then the more you write, the more you'll remember. And yeah, that's a great way to remember yes. your dreams if you don't. Yep. And I can vouch for that because when I was working with Nike, of course, I was going through a period of not remembering my dreams, which was frustrating. And you (laughs) offered me that tip. um, And it definitely works. Except when I was scraping my selenite into it, I happened to drop the chunk right in there. And I was like, oh, oh, oops. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just have a master, what is it? Master brew or something? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, I guess that one, that piece didn't want me anymore. It wanted to be in there. <laughs> cool. Be at one with the water. It's fine. I understand. <laughs> oh, yeah. amazing. Well, I think overall though, that, um, if you feel called to connect to your dreams, you should, it happens for a reason, right? Like if you're feeling called to connect to your dreams, or if you're remembering your dreams, maybe start tracking them. And, um, like Nike said, it's a beautiful thing to, to look back and, and see, what came up for you during certain um, periods of your life, or even to look back and go, I dreamt that. And now that's a part of my reality. Um, Mm -hmm. So 
it's pretty amazing. And if you are um, looking for dream interpretation, I love doing dream interpretation. Do you interpret dreams as well, Nike? Mm, only for my friends. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, I'm not opening that box. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah. So, um, but if you're looking to do dream work, um, it's something that Nike incorporates into her, um, courses, which are always phenomenal. So just go oh, and you have, you. you have something, um, new coming up, right? You have a new goddess program that you're doing. Oh yes. A warrior goddess, uh, program that is really, 90 days of dedication to yourself, no one else to propel you into leaving your most empowered self. So like if you are a warrior goddess uh, or you want to be a warrior goddess, this is the time to dive into this. It's going to be goddess work and ancestral healing work, which is amazing. So Ooh, I love it. Yes. Check awesome. it out. Um, It'll probably be in the show notes, my links in the links. It's a, there's an application. Awesome. You have to do an application. You have to be ready for it. <laughs> yes. Always, always have to be ready to go. Right. That's, that's, that's important. That's an important part of the process, um, is being prepared to, uh, step outside of the quote unquote, I say comfort zone loosely, cause it's not always comfortable not being in touch with yourself. Right. <laughs> but mm -hmm amazing any final thoughts from you today nike no just have a good rest of your day yes and for me keep on dreaming because it's fun and exciting and you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you for listening thank you for listening to project healing if you'd like to connect with any of my guests please check the show notes for their contact information. If you are loving the show, I'd be honored if you would head over to iTunes or Facebook to leave me a review. If you'd like to support the show, you can head to patreon.com backslash project healing and learn about my different patron tiers and how you can support the show and also invest in yourself and your healing process. Remember, you have to feel your pain in order to heal it. <laughs>